Are you ready? Oh, yeah! Strap yourselves in for the Gaming Hub. Your hosts, Tyler. You can't handle the truth. Graham. The force is strong. And Steven. You cannot be serious! Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gaming Hub. This is episode 137. I'm your host Tyler Singh. Thank you so much for joining us. And I'm here as always with our two co-hosts. Let's start with Graham. Graham, how are you? How was your week? I am well, thank you. And my week? My week's been good. Uh, you know, I'm up here hanging out in Canada, having a little bit of winter weather. Uh, weather's kind of confused right now. It's going to be, for you people that don't know, 12 degrees Celsius. You'll have to do the math to figure it out. But that's actually pretty warm for this time of year. Uh, other than that, uh, my Leafs have been playing on TV, so I've been spending a lot of time actually watching those games. And speaking of games, I have played a couple, not a lot. I played the new game by Pokemon, which is Pokemon Let's Go. And if you're wondering which edition I got, I got the Eevee one, not Pikachu, just because I figured everyone go Pikachu, I'm going to go Eevee. And other than that, I played Overcooked 2, made it to the final level, and it's pretty tough. you you got to be really coordinated and know what the other person's doing, but it's a lot of fun. Definitely enjoying that game. I recommend people check that game out. Mm-hmm. It's a great co-op game. Graham, your, uh, your usual answer for which one did you get is all of them. <laughs> so Usually. I, I'm, I'm proud of your restraint there. Good job. Well... We'll, we'll talk about your lack of restraint later. Yeah, I didn't practice amazing restraint, but there, there is some kind of restraint. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Well, let me ask, uh, how many um, switches do you now have to play that game on? Uh, we'll just go with more than one. Okay. No. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. So, all right. And also joining us is Steven. How are you? How was your week? I'm doing well. Uh, so correct me if I'm wrong, Graham, but 12 degrees Celsius is what? Probably about like 54 degrees Fahrenheit, maybe a little less. Um, it's it's times by two and then add 32, correct? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. So there you go. That's that's not too bad for Canada in November, but uh, I'm doing pretty well. You know, I, I went back to school after having a week off and, and work, to be honest with you. And uh, so that was that was fun for the first two days. You know, get, I was a little tired. Um, you know, Friday kind of came a little slowly, but I, I felt like I had a pretty good week. I, I had a test the first week back. That was fun. Um, in one of my harder classes, but I think I did all right. And I ended, ended class or one of my other classes, um, doing, doing really well. And, uh, sorry, Twitch is saying that they can barely hear me. So I'm hoping this gets better. And I, I did, I did just get a new mic. So that might be the reason why. Um, so I'm hoping I'm hoping that that fixes it. But other than that, like I, I haven't I played a little bit of games um, on the beginning parts of the week. I started Persona Five again, so I've been playing through that. I made it to the second dungeon. Yeah, the second dungeon, um, which you know takes like twelve hours to get to. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get through that. I'm hoping. Uh, well, I have a lot of free time coming up soon here in the next, like, not for the next, like, three weeks, but after that, I'll have, like, a month of no no college. So so I hope to get some great play times in, um, and I'm excited to, to get through that. And, you know, as far as that, I've just got finals coming up soon, and it's going to be a hectic few weeks, but, well, you know, I'm looking me, forward to it. Let me say good luck on those finals, Steven. 
Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, and, and real quick, it, it, it poured rain yesterday um, here. And, and that's always fun to do in California because people just don't know how to drive in the rain. They don't know how to drive normally, but you add the rain and it's it's extra fun out there. So, so yesterday was an adventure. <laughs> I've but, driven the freeways in California, specifically in uh, San Diego. And like, dude, people there are crazy. It's like you know 70 80 miles an hour like almost bumper to bumper like you're right up on everybody and there's like yeah. no room i mean we're good at that but like when the rain comes oh yeah you because what happens is you still have the people that want to go like 70 80 miles an hour and then you have like the one person that's like i'm not gonna go faster than 40 um now and you know you might say that that is safe and that's probably true but when you have a lot of people wanting to go 70 80 miles an hour and you're going 40 you actually probably make it more dangerous in fact that's mm-hmm. been kind of proven but again it's in the rain so you probably shouldn't be traveling 75 on a freeway in the rain but you know especially no not one in a place where it doesn't rain very much yeah because yeah, that oil comes up and makes it <laughs> yep. slick but you know what can you do it's it's kind of fun not really at all. Um, it's it's pretty scary, but, you know, that happened. And hopefully the rain doesn't come soon. Um, but, you know, California probably needs it. So, you know, what can you do? But yeah. And this has <laughs> been the um, Safe Driving Podcast, everyone. <laughs> That's the traffic so, report. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the traffic slash weather Driving report. Safe traffic and weather. Yeah, it's, it's a like new weather segment. on the eighth with Steven. So, um, I've had a decent week. It's uh you know, um, not too bad. I, I played some games, uh, some Madden, uh, played a little bit of Red Dead, but I haven't gotten into online yet. And I, I definitely want to do that over the weekend. But in, in Madden, Steven, because Steven's really an ultimate team as well, uh, I got my team up to 89 today, so I'm coming right behind yeah. you. Yeah, so close. <laughs> nope. I know. And you didn't <laughs> believe me. Like, I told you there's this giant difference between, like, an 88 and a 92. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, and there is, isn't there? Like, it's insane it in is. Ultimate Team. So, yeah, I, I did some of that. Um, I also played uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine and uh, got the review finished. So that should be up probably tomorrow, actually, on Saturday. So on the XboxHub.com. So uh, take a look at that, please. But uh, not, not a bad game. Pretty decent. Uh, pretty fun. Definitely has its flaws. But, uh, but uh, a decent experience. Just a little bit short. It's only about five to six hours, especially for the price tag there, which I think is $30 in the U.S. I know it's $24.99 in the U.K. So, but, uh, but yeah, that's that's basically been my week. Yeah, and, and real quick, um, Graham, I just wanted to ask you, before we get into, into the other stuff, like, would you recommend the Let's Go, like, the Pokemon Let's Go games? Because um, I've been, like, on the fence. Like, part of me wants it, part of me doesn't. Like, would you say it's worth it? I just... Okay, um, I'm going to say it's especially worth it if you play Pokemon Go. And speaking of Pokemon Go, uh, they've been hinting that, I'm not sure exactly when, but they're going to have battle trainer battles, which people have been wanting right from the beginning. So if you want to get into both of it, now would be an awesome time. Other than that, uh, no, it is a lot of fun. Um, basically, it's... Kind of like the other Pokemon games, sort of same kind of idea, uh, except for the Pokemon don't jump out of like the wild, but you can approach which ones you want. Uh, I've been enjoying it. Some people have been kind of saying it's been a little boring and stuff like that. But if you're into Pokemon, I definitely would say recommend it. It looks gorgeous, and you can get to ride your Pokemon now, which is a 
a nice feature. But I've been enjoying it, and uh, I know once you get up really high and, like, I think beat five gyms, you can actually take Pokemon that you caught in Pokemon Go and bring into there. Ah. So there's a lot of, like, uh, ways that they've, um, the in, not influence, but they work with each other. Sure. Don't know the exact word I'm looking for right here, but... Real quick, real yeah, quick. Ahead, if I ahead. don't play Pokemon Go, you still think it's worth getting Let's Go or no? Like, I was a huge fan of the mainline Pokemon games. Like, I played most of them. Okay, um, then I would say yes. Because it's basically on the lines of the mainline games. It's just that it seems so easy in a lot of ways, and that kind of turns me off. But I know a lot of people, like, have been loving it uh, across, like, uh, you know, I see it on Twitter all the time or Facebook or whatever. And they all seem to like it, and it makes me kind of want it. And it's it's just the lack of, uh, I don't know, it's just something about it that's just kind of irks me a little bit yeah no so far it has been really easy i've haven't had like i think only once i had one pokemon actually faint on me and i know like when i was playing it on i was trying to play a pokemon yellow on my 3ds like it was starting to get pretty tough i'm like okay i gotta come well prepared but i haven't hit any like really hard spots yet so mm-hmm. Definitely looking forward to getting through it a little further and see how it is. But I love how the, both of them are incorporated. And I actually have the Pokeball Plus. And if you're into Pokemon Go, I would recommend this. Because you put a Pokemon in there, and it automatically spins stops. So you don't have to worry about picking up and flicking your phone and stuff like that. You can just like walk by it, and it does it automatically. So, That's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, All right. I, I was just going to ask real quick, Graham, like, and you kind of answered it, but, you know, whether or not you prefer games like this game and Pokemon Go or, like, the mainline games. I would say I prefer this one just because you can incorporate both of them. And, like, even you can take a Pokemon out from Let's Go and put into your Pokeball. And mm-hmm. as you, like, walk around and get steps, it actually levels up your game when you put them back into Let's Go. Okay. So you can level up your Pokemon really fast with that technique. Okay. Good stuff, Steven? Yeah. All right. So um, before we get into news, let's uh, let's hit all the all the bases first. Um, as a lot of you know, if you've been listening for a while, we're the official podcast of the Xbox Hub. Head on over to the xboxhub.com for all the latest and greatest in news, reviews, opinion pieces, what have you from the world of Xbox. Um, also, if you would like to come join our community, and we have an uh, ever-growing community that's full of a lot of great, fantastic people that we all appreciate, um, the easiest way to do that would be heading on over to Twitch and going to TXH Gaming Hub. From there, you can find links to Facebook, Discord, Twitter, all, all that stuff. You can get our email there and everything. Um, and then if you head on over to Facebook, that's the Gaming Hub Forums. Uh, you can also find links to everything else. And join our Facebook and Discord. We have a lot of great topics of conversation. Uh, everything from books, movies, to, you know, I guess that thing we all have in common, video games. Um, and it, it, they can answer questions that you may have. We can answer questions you may have. We can just talk about random things. We love doing that. We'd love to have you join us. Um, so head on over there. You know, Facebook and Twitch are the easiest way to get the links to Discord. And finally... If you head on over to Twitter, if you like Twitter, you can follow us at TXH Gaming Hub. All right. Thank you. So if you'd like to help support the show, if you enjoy the show and like to uh, 
you know, see us kind of accomplish our goals because we've got a lot of cool things planned uh, for 2019 that we want to do. Uh, there's a couple different ways to do that. So uh, Steven mentioned Twitch earlier. You can go there, TXH Gaming Hub. And if you're an Amazon Prime member, you get a free Twitch Prime sub to use every single month. And if you choose to use that on us to help support us, we really appreciate that. If not, uh, spend it on somebody, help support them uh, achieve their goals. The other way is we have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash gaming hub. And when you're there, there's a, there's a few different ways that you can support us there. So we have different tiers. For as little as $5 a month, you're entered to win a monthly um, patron-only giveaway for $60 in gift cards to your favorite consoles. So spend them on whatever you want. It can be a game, movie, music, whatever it is. But, hey, the uh, holiday sales are coming up, so you might get some really good bang for the buck if you're the winner of that $60, which we do right around the middle of the month, every single month. And if for as little as $2 a month, you get access to exclusive content. We just posted a, time, a Patreon time-exclusive episode for kind of a spoiler cast review of Red Dead Redemption 2 that's now available to everybody as of tonight uh, for download. And we also do things like trivia. We do uh, some mailbag episodes. We do things like that. But the biggest thing right now that you get for as little as $2 a month is you get uh, some benefits for our holiday giveaway, which Graham's going to tell you about in a second. But you get one extra clue every single month, October, November, and December. By the way, now's a great time to sign up for Patreon. Because if you sign up in December, you get all the clues from October, November, and December for just uh, signing up in December. And you get an extra guess. So we limit everybody to two guesses. So you're not just spamming us with everything you can possibly think of. But if you're a patron, you get three. And this we're getting down to crunch time now. Nobody's correctly guessed it yet. So uh, we're the clues are going to get more specific as we go here in the next four weeks, including tonight. So it's a great time to join if you would like to do that. Graham? Yes. Now, talking about these clues, now you're thinking, what are these clues leading us towards? Well, these clues are leading towards you guys winning a Nintendo Switch. We just talked about Pokemon Let's Go. We know Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is coming out next week. And this is the only system that you get to play this on. And you actually have a chance to win that. And how you win that is by getting those clues get those additional clues all the way back from episode 127 and then submitting it. Now this clue will direct you towards a person, place, thing, a game, a console, something that's related to the world of gaming. Now the way you submit those guesses using those clues, there's two ways. It's either through Facebook or Discord by using the Google form. And you only get two guesses, like Tyler said, unless you're a patron, which gives you one additional guess. So, like I said, it's getting down to crunch time. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a winner within the next couple of weeks. But anyways, uh, good luck with your guesses, and uh, only one of you can get it, so go for it. All right. Thank you, Graham. And before, right before we head into the news, just one last thing. We are planning our, like, we're going to talk about the Game Awards tonight. We're going to make some predictions, but our own awards are going to happen on the last episode we do in 2018, which will be the end of December. And we're starting the process of having our community kind of nominate the games for some of the categories that we're going to have on our own award show. We'd love to have you uh, help out with that and contribute. It's up on Discord right now, and we'll make sure that uh, the form is in a place where everybody can easily find it. But it's a it's a Google Forms thing. You can fill it out and uh, help us nominate the games for various different categories for our award show. That will do the very last episode of 2018. So we'd really appreciate your help with that. All right, guys. 
I think it's time to head into news. So in the news, Graham. Yes. You ordered the Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition along with every other edition. <laughs> yes. Have you ordered the life-size like Power Armor suit yet? You know, I'm still waiting for the bank get back on me if the okay. loan went through. <laughs> so uh, we'll see. I'll let you know. Right. But Graham, you're getting the uh, the Power Armor Edition. I know this. You do because. Graham cheats, everyone. Not just <laughs> not just in fantasy hockey, but with well, here this we too, go. He uh, he orders it through Amazon US, has it sent to me, and then I send it to him. She's got to tweak the system a little bit, a little yeah. P- play with it because you know Canada was smart enough to say this is stupid. We're not selling this here. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, you're not getting by my stupidity. I can uh, I can have stupid like, you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You think you stopped my stupid? I'll show you. <laughs> so, anyway, Graham, when you get this, you know, based mm-hmm. on your postal strike, it'll probably be around March. That's true. But when you get it, you're going to be really excited to find that the canvas bag you were promised is no longer there. It's gone. Been, it's been replaced with a nylon bag that, in yeah. the cold weather, is probably going to, like, shred to pieces. And, but, and real quick, I'm going to throw mm-hmm. in here. Um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw the question in because it, it, it fits perfectly. Blake Blake mentioned like it's it's even worse considering that they gave the canvas bag to like you know the the hype people the, the you know the, the quote influencers. Yes, yeah, that's yes. the word. <laughs> um, and uh, and so that like and so now you can go on, but that that makes it worse to me. So but... I just want to point out, Graham, before I let you go on this, that um, I would say the people that influence their sales the most are the people who bought the damn edition. Okay. <laughs> so maybe they should get the bag. Now, I don't even really care personally because I didn't order it. Um, I care, though, in the sense that this is wrong to do to people who were excited and they paid extra money for an edition like you. So what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, no, this is false advertising. Um, now, I didn't specifically buy the game just that edition because it came with that. But when I was looking to see all the things came with it, I saw that like duffel bag or case or whatever it is and i'm like that's actually pretty cool and like i didn't look at any unboxings and stuff like that i knew eventually i would get my hands on it and get to see it firsthand and then i heard this controversy about them switching out the bag to be a nylon one which that is disappointing i've seen pictures of it it looks pretty poor quality and cheaply made and this wasn't a cheap addition by no means. So I know now they're doing some kind of compensation with in-game currency, which is not really a lot. And what if people... What is it, Graham? Like 500 It's $5 worth. So $5 yeah, it's, worth. Yeah. it's $5 worth. And I don't even know... I, I hear that I don't even get you much in the game of anything at all. I'm sure no, it gets I think that's less than an actual bag in-game. Maybe a Nuka-Cola. <laughs> something cheap. But uh, no, I'm I'm disappointed. Um, and part of me is like, do I even care about getting this five dollars in-game currency? Like, I guess I should, seeing they messed up and get what I can out of it. But I think if people keep complaining and all that stuff, either they'll up the ante of what they give for in-game currency, or they're going to do something about it. Because uh, I still like to believe in like Bethesda. Like they said that. 
it wasn't up to them some other people like i don't i don't really don't know what the true story is but i feel like they especially with fallout 76 there's so much like flack around it right now where it's not selling well and people are disappointed and so i don't know it's another hit against bethesda i just wonder how they're going to react to this because i don't think the fans will be happy with just uh five dollars when this thing has been 200 and something american i personally think that like the greatest ever would be if that in-game currency was like just enough to buy a canvas bag for (laughs) in-game yeah because you see like the internet that would be a slap (laughs) for sure (laughs) that would be quite the slap in the face yep but But i'm I'm what, do still you think about, what do you what do you think about him not doing it? Because they said it was like a supply issue or something like that. I don't know. No, but... they said it was a cost thing, basically. Oh well, they should have done the research. Should have done the research. Yeah, you should have done the re- exactly, Graham. Hundred percent agree. You should have done the research before you promised it. Yeah, like that's just crap. Yeah, you know, so much for being such a reputable company. Yeah. So it's not going to bankrupt them, so they should have just sucked it up and like, all right, we're not going to make as much profit, but we're still going to make profit. So I'm just wondering what's going to happen. Something I think is going to happen. I don't think it's just going to go away. Fans just don't let that happen. Like the people that buy this stuff, um, and I'm not like if you if you buy the collector's edition, like Graham, uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not even like mad or I'm not even talking about you guys. Like the people that. Or talking bad about you guys, I should say. The people that buy this stuff, like, they like these products. They love Bethesda, right? You're not going to buy the collector's edition if you don't kind of love Bethesda. So you're already kind of maybe predisposed to spending money in their, like, currency shop in the game, right? Um, You kind of get what I'm saying? So, like, why not lose the little money that, you know, making the bag out of canvas would have been... Just to have those people potentially spend more because they're happy. Now you piss them off, and they're not going to want to play your game, much less spend money in the in the shop. Okay, mm-hmm. that like, I to me it makes no business sense. No, and I, I think we had another question, Stephen, somewhere in there about like is uh, has, or is, here it is actually Sandman. Given the horrible reception for Fallout seventy six and now the nylon bag incident. Has Bethesda completely dug their own grave this week? And I think now's a great time to answer that. Uh, yeah. I'll just I'll just say, like, I don't think they've necessarily dug their own grave, but I think they've used up all the goodwill that they had. They're just digging a little they've hole. Used, they've They're used a lot. <laughs> the grave is not the grave hasn't started at all. Like they they haven't even struck dirt there. But I I agree with you, Tyler. Like all the goodwill Bethesda has kind of built up in the past. Even with the controversy, and I use that term very, very, very loosely, even mm. with the controversy that, like, their games tend to be super buggy. Like, Bethesda still has a lot of, like, pretty goodwill, um, yeah. and people like the games, which is why they buy them 17,000 times, including mm. on a refrigerator. Um, right? yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's a that's, that's a joke, but... You know, like, Bethesda was always viewed as kind of, like, one of the the best companies, and they have not had a good week at all. Like, they just keep making mistake after mistake that, Mm -hmm. honestly, it's surprising. Um, I kind of hinted that this game was, like, I was worried about this game back at E3, but I never thought it would be this bad with surrounded by this many issues. And that's the case. Like, 
with the bag. Like, I bought the Persona 5 Collector's Edition, right, a couple years ago. And it came with, like, a school bag. And it, I don't know, I, it wasn't made out of nylon. It was kind of made out of canvas, right? And that bag is really nice. I use it for, like, day trips or, like, night trips. Like, if I go to my parents' house for Thanksgiving and spend the night or Christmas or whatever, I use that because it keeps enough clothes for, like, one or two days. And I can put my charger and stuff in there. And it's a nice bag. But, I mean, I have a nylon bag that I put my, like, one of those nylon drawstring bags that you get at, like, uh, one of the sporting events for a giveaway. You know what I'm talking about? And yeah. and I use that yeah. for my softball. And it, it's held up, but it's not the same material. And those nylon bags do tend to get holes in them a lot easier. So I get why people are mad. I think they have every right to be mad because um, it, it is a bait and switch. And that's really crappy of a company to do. Yeah, it's well, the look I, of yeah. it too, right? Like when you see yeah, the look for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like it I, resembles for like for like war and heavy duty and something you use like out in the trenches, not like oh look at my little nylon thing. Don't tear it. <laughs> yeah, like I had you know I've had a couple canvas bags for <laughs> canvas duffel bags to, uh, you know when I was deploying, and those things are very heavy duty and they last a while and you can put a lot of stuff in them and they don't rip and it is kind of the aesthetic right because that's kind of what fallout is and and uh, Steven, uh, uh... That, that's just my issue. i'm looking <laughs> so, at twitch chat i know I'm, i was just gonna bring that up so um <laughs> Robham just brought up twitch chat like hey if they really wanted to say mine they could use, just just use ziploc bags um yeah <laughs> I, I i personally think that if if this was it, like if Fallout 76, the game was great and didn't have Metacritic scores under 50 last time I looked, this wouldn't be that big of a deal. Like people would be upset, but I think it would go away pretty quickly. But what Bethesda is proving right now beyond like any doubt is that the old saying of, you know, as long as they're talking about you, it's good is not true. Because right now, everything that's coming out about this is bad. Like, everything about this game. And I know there's people that love it. There's people in our community that are really having a good time with it. But the the overall reception, especially critical reception, has been really poor to this. And this just adds on to it. It's more fuel to the fire. And you got to think Bethesda's in damage control mode right now. You know, Graham, you're the biggest Fallout fan of us. Like, you know, what? just overall thoughts. You still haven't played it, have you? No, I haven't. I'm. I, I don't. I don't know. I want to. Basically, I want to play it, and I want to be like, "Oh, this is so much fun and stuff like that." But I, I think I'm just gonna be more looking for it to be Fallout Four, which it's not gonna be. And like, and I did like the NPCs and like having conversations with them and picking different like speech options and stuff like that. So like, when I hear it's all about like robots or finding these uh, hollow tapes and stuff like that like i feel like i'm not going to enjoy it as much and i'm, I'm thinking why. i just don't want to be let down yeah. like same reason i, I, I haven't played it I haven't the way it. the way i think that might save it for me uh even though i prefer to play single player and just do my own thing but i think it has to be like a sea of thieves where you and your companions or whatever you want to call them make the game enjoyable or something like that yeah, like and, if me and you played together, it'd probably be more fun. And yeah. I, I'm, but I'm totally with you. Like, this game probably would have been better off if it was like Fallout Four co-op than yeah. th this. 
And Honestly, um, don't you guys think this game would have been better off, Steven, if it got delayed till next May? Yeah, I do. I do. And it might not even have had to have gone that far. I think, no, you know what I think would have been better off? And I, I really don't understand why they, I've said it a million times in the last six months. They need to make this game early access. You buy it. You know what you're getting into. You're a beta tester and you, that you're okay with that. You're playing this online. As fixes come, you continue playing it. There is no shutdown. Like you pay 40 bucks instead of 60 and you, you, you beta test from here until May, whenever the release is, exactly like they do on PC, that would have been perfect. They could have fixed all their bugs. They could have ironed out yeah. all the, the problems. And and then people that want to get in when the game's complete can be happy. They pay 60 People that, you know, don't care and are willing to be beta testers, quote-unquote, like, I, I, I haven't had a problem with that for the games I've done that for on PC. And I really wish Xbox would allow that. I feel like they've started it because they have that early access program, but this would have been mm -hmm. the perfect game to do it for. And they didn't. And I mean, it didn't hurt their bottom line at all. Like I, I'm sure this game sold pretty well. I mean, I know we've talked about like there was a yeah. price drop and it probably didn't sell as well as they wanted it to, but I bet you it still sold pretty well. Um, yeah. But the question is whether the next game sells as well because now people are mad, and yeah, yeah. I just, so yeah, I don't, I don't like. I said, I think all the goodwill is gone, and I think now they're kind of on notice in the sense that they're going to have to prove that the next game coming out is actually going to be good. You know, and I don't think they're going to get benefit of the doubt so much anymore. No, yeah. I agree. They'll, they have, they have to prove it. themselves now. They have to. Yep. Well, they'll they'll get it when with their next like big title i'm talking like the Garfield. elder scrolls i yeah. i wonder though now if the elder scrolls 6 comes out before starfield because of people yeah. might not be willing to come to a new ip after bethesda released this dumpster fire yeah of a might game. not be as trusting yeah of a new ip from them uh, yeah that makes a lot of sense so yeah good point i i wonder if that'll happen but uh if, yeah, if I was Bethesda, I would I would think about doing that. I would start concentrating everything on Elder Scrolls, get Elder Scrolls Six out early in the console cycle, like make mm -hmm. sure it's a good game. I don't care about little bugs. I really no. don't. They don't bother me. Red I, Dead I, has them. Yeah, I gave Red Dead a ten. Yep. Um, spoilers for those who haven't listened to our <laughs> spoiler cast. But oh, well, now <laughs> you spoil it for me. Yeah. <laughs> but. That game has bugs. I, it doesn't bother me if the story no. and it's fun. And every Elder Scrolls game has been fun, and they've all been full of bugs. So I think it's the safer option to do that. Don't do anything crazy. You don't need to. People like the game as mostly as it is. They've changed some way of leveling and stuff and, you know, different worlds. But don't do something stupid like what you did with Fallout 76. Yeah. And I mean, the fair argument, Stephen, is that well they did something crazy here, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, they did <laughs> yeah. crazy, dumb things here mm -hmm. that didn't work. And, and gamers were, you know, I think we've learned through this generation, especially, like, gamers are pretty resistant to major change too, too quickly. And we saw it with the console releases back in 2013. We, we definitely see it with games like this. I think the only exception to that maybe, Graham, is the Switch, which is a radical departure from what we're used to as a console. But yes. that's been embraced in a major way by by gamers everywhere. So, you know, but I think overall, 
like people get an idea in their head like this is what fallout is to me and then you make it different and new and people don't want that it's the exact same thing that we saw with fable legends i was just gonna say fable yep yep yep, 100 percent so I and, and kind of in the same way, like Fable Legends was online and it was all this other stuff and it wasn't Fable. Yeah. So it got a pretty poor reception before the game even came out. They even went a through, free what, to play alpha. too. Yeah. Well, it wasn't yeah. originally. And then they changed it to that to try to get people to warm up to it more. They put it through what the alpha or the beta. I don't remember which one it was. And yeah. then they canceled it like right after that. Yeah. So, and to be honest, I nothing was appealing that game did not appeal to me whatsoever. Like, I saw it, and I'm like, I don't want that. I really don't want that. Yeah, yeah. I was the same way. I, I had played every Fable game a lot, mm-hmm. like, two times, uh, two or three times each, um, which was a lot for a Fable game, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, it's not that I don't like new th- stuff, but you have to show me that I will like the new stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't just throw it there and it'd be like, oh, this doesn't look like anything Fable has done and or anything Fallout has done. And yeah. now Fallout 76 didn't have that issue because it still looks very Fallout-y, but it's more of the fact that I didn't necessarily trust Bethesda to do online smooth. And yeah. it turned out I was not wrong. Well, you would think that they'd be close enough because of what they did with ESO. You know, like, they've had a few years of experience with at least something like this. So, I, it's, this yeah. is really, it's surprising to me how bad it is. I didn't expect it to be smooth by any means. But it's surprising to me, like, how bad it is. Yeah, we thought, um, like, eights, and it got fives. Yeah, and, like, actually today when we were, I was kind of looking through stuff, getting ready for the show, I watched um, the Angry Joe on YouTube, the review of, of Fallout 76. And, you know... I, Say what you want about Angry Joe. Like, there's pros and cons there. I should watch that. <laughs> there's pros and cons there, but I can tell you guys, spoiler alert, the final score was a 3 out of 10. Wow. Wow. And there he loved, some, there he were loved some not safe for work words <laughs> being said. Surprise, surprise. But, yeah, like it, it just hasn't been good. So, um, let's, uh, let's move on, though. So, Stephen, hey. uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Steven's job has him supervising children a lot. Yeah. Correct. That that and, is one way to put it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And newsflash, kids like Fortnite a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. So, Steven, you're little probably, bit. even though you don't really play it, and by really play it, I mean you don't play it, <laughs> Um, he, uh, you're, you're probably familiar with a lot of the Fortnite dances and stuff like that, yeah? <laughs> I'm familiar with a lot of Fortnite stuff in general. <laughs> <laughs> not, but yes, I do know the names of you know a all lot the of the dances. <laughs> I am not good at a lot of them, um, or most of them. But, you know, I do get impressed when the kids can pull off some of the dances, like, almost to perfection. Uh, yeah. And one of those, I'll just, I'll, I'll say it, Orange Justice. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how to describe the dance, but, you know, you can just go look it up. Like, that dance kind of cool. And uh, um, kids are some of the kids I have at the school I work at are, are really good at it. Well, and, I think the fact yeah. alone that you know the names of all these without playing the game says enough, right? About how much you get to see it. Yeah, I do. I do. Because um, so, I played it a bit and I, I couldn't uh, name one dance. 
Yeah. And Graham, <laughs> like, you play you play it more than me and Steven combined. Yeah. Like but when see, I heard someone say the Fortnite dance, I thought that was it. It was just a dance called the Fortnite dance. Just one dance. <laughs> I didn't realize like, it, it's to the point where NFL players are doing it in end zones now for celebration and stuff like that. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's yeah. controversy though because people are saying that Fortnite steals it. Like, I remember um, the the Turk dance from uh, Scrubs. He, like, Fortnite used it, and and Donald Faison, the, the actor who played Turk, was like very upset about it, and he like tweeted as much. He was like, "Oh, you know, you want to see? You can just look at look at Fortnite because they stole it and." You know, we can have that argument. We're not going to have that right now, but that's an argument that exists, and you can go look at that if you want to hear more about that. But, um, I, you know, I don't even know if the names of the dances are in the game. I wonder mm-hmm. if, if people know what the names are called because they watch a lot of, like, YouTube content because they yeah, know every so. single major, like, Fortnite player, and they're like, they're like, Ninja Sucks is all about, like, one of the other, oh, I forget the name. They oh, just it's said, like, you know, there's Dr. Uh, Lupo, and there's no, it wasn't Dr. Him. Disrespect, and there's Not him either. other people. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they, they, they watch a lot of Fortnite content. Mm-hmm. So, oh. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, sorry. The, what I wanted to bring up, so you're probably asking, like, why are three people who don't really play Fortnite talking about Fortnite? Well, there's a reason, because... Uh, this week, some stories came out where, you know, some people in, like, um, some, like, mental health professionals are blaming Fortnite for video game addiction rising with kids right now. So, Stephen, I, I wanted to go to you first here for a reason, because the, uh, I mean, you you work with kids. So, like, what do you think about this? Oh, this is a tough one. I... I believe it. I bet you it comes more with high schoolers than um, than like the the kids that I work with. I obviously now just gave away that I don't work with high schoolers, and that's fine. Um, but I, I I have everyone else, and they all seem to have more like parental guidance slash supervision slash like you're not allowed to play Fortnite except on weekends type of situation, which I've had a couple kids have. So I don't know if they're necessarily as easy to be addicted to it. But I can see how high schoolers um, could be, especially with like I remember back when I was in high school, I played a lot of video games to the point where there'd be like Saturdays where I'd, I'd get up at like probably 10, 9, 9, 10 in the morning and play Left 4 Dead till 3, 4 in the morning. I mean, and a lot of that would be just ch- chatting about random stuff, like shooting the shooting the crap and, and stuff. But we'd play a lot and we'd play for, you know. 15, 16 hours in a row. Um, and I, I was kind of lucky and like, I never did homework because I passed all my tests and I thought homework was stupid. And so, you know, maybe, maybe I was addicted to video games and I just kind of could hide it well, but I get how, how it's the thing that happens, especially for high school kids. Like that's where parents tend to start giving a little more freedoms um, and as long as you're doing decent enough in school, some parents don't necessarily like chalk it up to like addiction. They can chalk it up to other stuff. And so I think it gets hidden, but I can see why that, why Fortnite is being addicted or yeah. being blamed for video game addiction. Cause it sure. is absolutely in the, in the cultural like zeitgeist of America. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Let me, let me ask this question, Graham, before I turn it to you and then Steven, I'll give you a chance to answer this too, but so, do you think it's actually 
like video game addiction or do you think there's some FOMO at work here? Because a lot of times with kids, like, you know, whatever the super popular thing is, it's like that becomes the craze and you have to be all about that or you're like an outsider or an outcast or whatever. Like, Graham, you probably remember a time where if you didn't wear like Abercrombie every single day, you were like a loser. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah, not quite that. But no, I do remember that. Um, I remember being in in school and stuff, being made fun of because what I'm wearing is not the hip stuff that they're wearing and it, it sucks and like we make a big deal of it back then but now we look back at it as like well if i go back now i'll be like well who cares i'm comfortable or whatever but it's it's like a whole mentality thing but like i know me growing up too like i played a lot of video games as a kid and stuff like that and but i still did other things as well and it never got to the point where oh it's a problem or something like that and like I know even sometimes you like pretend you're sick or something, don't want to go to school and then you stay home and like watch movies or play video games. So like I like I'm not anyone who can label something exactly what it is. But in my opinion, like I don't think that's an addiction, like only if like it's causing like marriage problems or like your health is just deteriorating. You're not even like looking after yourself properly and like it's really affecting you well then it can become an issue but if like for example like i know some kids or whatever they pretend they're sick and stay because they want to play Fortnite, even though their parents are like they can see through it because they're like super mom and stuff like that so like i don't think that's an addiction i think they just really like video games maybe a little too much so um yeah, yeah it, it's tough. And, and I'm sure, so, like, people will look for reasons to blame and stuff like that. Yeah, so, so, Steve, what do you think? Because, you know, you work with kids. So do you ever see situations where there's, like, you know, the kids do the dances. They're talking about Fortnite. And then there's, like, the one kid who's, like, I don't know what that is. Um, so, no, but I, I, I work at a small school, right? So a lot of kids, like, know each other and don't, just don't care. Um, if, if, like, a kid didn't know what Fortnite is because... Fortnite's kind of gone past the, you know, you need to know it to be cool. But I think that the FOMO thing, especially last, like towards the end of last year, was a big thing that was happening. Um, a lot of kids like were of the, I need, to, I need to know everything about it as soon as it happens so I can, you know, talk to it um, at school. And, and it wasn't ever like that for, well, at least not about video games growing up, but for me, at least. Um, so yeah, I think FOMO is a big part of it, but I think because of the FOMO, I do see why addiction can like rise up in kids because they're scared of missing out. So they start looking at everything and now they become addicted. Um, and like I said, I'm not a doctor, so I, I'm not saying that that is absolute fact, uh, no way, shape or form are we yeah. saying that, but I'm just saying no. that makes kind of like sense to me, you know, how one can cause the other. And the correlation doesn't equal causation, but I can see why someone would say that Fortnite is is be, being blamed for video game addiction in kids. Um, sure. I, I do know there are some kids that just are like, I don't play Fortnite. Like Fortnite's stupid, and and I I kind of I kind of go between two things. Like one, I'm like, yeah, Fortnite sucks, and the other is like, you know, you guys are still on season six. Like I'm on season fifteen of Fortnite. Like get on my level. Like. You know, me and Ninja just partied up. And I, I just, I, it's so fun to mess with them about it because I, I do kind of know enough about Fortnite where I can 
I can joke with them about it, and that that's fun. But also, I like being like, "Oh yeah, Fortnite's dumb. I play like Call of Duty <laughs> or." <Yeah. laughs> So well, I, I guess I guess my point, Stephen, and I, I want to hear what you think on this. But I guess my point is, and again, we're not doctors, right? We're not making that sort of analysis here. But it's, you know, were, were these kids like super addicted to Call of Duty or something else before this, and will they be to any other game outside of Fortnite? Or, you know, so I, I think if it were video game addiction, it might fall into something where whatever game is out that's big right now is, uh, you know, like Red Dead you're playing that to the point that you're overlooking, like Graham said, some other stuff in life. Like, you know, for kids, like getting homework done, stuff like that, or getting enough sleep or anything like that, or or never going like outside and doing things that they would normally do um, because they're playing video games. Or is it just this game that's become such a phenomenon that there's some of that wanting to be part of the crowd involved here? I... I think it's it's the the phenomenon because it's a multiplayer game. So there is no like end, right? You unless you like become the best Fortnite player in the world, but then you have to defend your title, right? So there is no end. It's the same reason that WoW was so big like 10 years ago, but WoW was also hidden more because video games were kind of still deemed as um, as our Twitch chat has been saying, the devil's work, <laughs> right? Um, and that's kind of how they reviewed it. And, like, it was Dungeons & Dragons 20, 30 years ago that, like, was popular, but it was also hidden because people were so worried about the negative connotations associated with it. And I'd say video games didn't become mainstream popular until eight, nine years ago. Maybe a little farther back, but I still, like, remember kind of and maybe this was more immaturity and youngness out of me but not really wanting to tell people like i like loved playing video games because i was a little scared of what uh they would say and now i don't care because you know whatever doesn't bother me Uh, i tell people i'm on a video game podcast and i think that's awesome but like so yeah video games have become more mainstream but fortnite just like wow would have been this if wow had come out two three years ago because wow it's one of those games that doesn't end you can you can play with your friends um for a long period Mm -hmm. of time and and that's just kind of how it is like this game just happened to come out when when it did like the the good thing about well good or bad depends on how you view this but the nice thing about Fortnite for a lot of people is it's also free yeah so kids kids can absolutely like kids is the market here and they're all like, you know, buy me season six, like battle pass. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. like, all I want for Christmas is season six battle pass. <laughs> I'm well, like, I'm like yo, has... yo, Jake, you going to buy me that? <laughs> and <laughs> and I, I make these jokes because it's fun and I you know, kind of connect with them a little bit more. But that's just kind of how it is. Yeah. Well, plus, you know, there's uh, th- there's no financial barrier to it. Right. And yes. like you said, so it's easy for kids to jump in also it's it's the game itself looks more cartoony so for parents it's like well it's not that bad right yeah Um, i mean yeah and i tell i tell the kids not to put like talk about the gun parts at school for mm -hmm. reasons that like again i work with younger kids and if they say it around the wrong younger kid like i don't want them freaking out or you know getting in trouble and it's more of a safety thing like i so I try not to let them talk about the like dead like I just you know killed the guy, mm-hmm. I, but I let I do let them talk about like Fortnite in well, general. There's um, still the sect of people out there. 
that just don't really know and they're they're of the opinion that all you know gamers are like 35 and they live in mom's basement and you know like the one south park episode where they're all playing like world of warcraft or whatever and they all turn into like this huge guy that's like slouched back in the chair and never moves and never does anything except being this except being that chair playing the game um and we see it like you know for example um you know, Bill Maher, who was in the news lately, um, but uh, he's very much like this with games. Like, he rips gamers all the time in video games and says they're not art, it doesn't tell a story and stuff like that, and he's just flat out wrong. And, you know, while, while I've brought him up, like, shame on him for what he said about the whole Stan Lee, you know, situation and, and him passing away. Like, that's just, to me, that's the mindset, though. That it, it, it's ignorance, I would it say. Is. It like... totally is. And, but, uh, but yeah, I think, I don't know. I don't, I don't see the harm in getting, you know, really involved in a game. It doesn't mean you're addicted to it. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of with Graham, like some of the stuff where if it starts costing you, you know, things in your life, that's a different story. And that's why I wanted to bring up, like this, this, uh, these articles also mentioned that in the UK, over 200 divorce filings have cited Fortnite as part of the reason for the divorce. Um, I, I don't have the U.S. numbers, but I know that World of Warcraft's peak, like, that was a situation as well. Now, that's probably more of a sign of addiction, but those aren't kids we're talking about. Those are adults, right? Yes. So, I don't know. And, and yeah, go ahead, part of, part, Well, sorry, I've been talking a lot here, but mm-hmm. you just said part of the reason, and 200 is not that much. And part of the reason, again, does not mean the only reason. And it was just probably mentioned because it, right. it was added on top of the other, mm-hmm. um, like, crap that I'm sure those relationships had. But So, Graham, I'll let you go here. Uh, yeah. Well, so, Graham, we'll give you the last word on this before we wrap Canadian. it up. Well, I was going to say, like, it's easy to single out Fortnite because everybody knows what Fortnite is. Like, I don't even know. I can't name anything that is as popular as Fortnite right now that's in the world um trees maybe i don't know um and maybe even some place where they're not even trees you know about Fortnite. so it's easy to like pick that as like the catalyst or say why this is problem is or it caused this just because that's what's common and maybe they're even like trying to talk to somebody with common ground so they're like oh that game Fortnite ruined my life ruined my marriage or something like that right so i i just think it's um like it's easy to single yeah. out that's the reason, but I'm sure there's other reasons. Like the fact that that game and nothing else that was the only reason. Well, then then it's an issue. But if that's mm-hmm. not the only issue, then it's kind of not fair to single that out. And uh, yeah. that that's yeah. where I am. Now you know what though, real quick, right before no, we we're get done, off, Stephen. Leave no, 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 we're not. You're not done until Stephen says the last word. That's right. the rules. It's, it's in the, the Geneva last, Convention. Last Stephen, yeah, no. we should know this by now, Graham. <laughs> but my my dad uh, is coming over to look at something here, and uh, I, I kind of want to ask him now. I think I'm going to tomorrow if he knows what Fortnite is, and I just want to see if he does. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. he, he probably has heard of it, because I'm sure one of the news channels he, part, like, watches uh, has, I'm sure, talked about it in some positive or negative connotation. I'm trying to trying to, you know. Uh, not give too much away, but I I yeah. wonder if he has. Well, Graham said something about trees, and I really wanted to say something there, but I didn't. 
Well, he said trees because he's a huge fan of Rush, and they're Canadian, so... Yeah. yeah. But... So, <laughs> right. But yeah, I'll be interested to hear if he actually knows what it is. Um, but anyway, going from, you know, some talking about some people that really apparently dislike video games to a celebration of games. So next week is the Game Awards, guys, and uh, we're going to make some predictions tonight. We, we picked out five of the categories that we really want to talk about. Um, I know there's more than that, but... You know, I, I to be 100% honest with you, we'd be just blindly throwing a dart at the board if uh, if we were guessing, like, best esports coach, something like that. So, I do want to remind everybody, though, that Game Awards are Thursday night, and we're going to be hosting that on our Twitch channel. So, please come and hang out with us and watch it with us. We'll talk about what's going on in the show and who's winning and all that type of stuff. But, so please do that. Thursday night we'll be hosting it, so come hang out, TXH Gaming Hub on Twitch, and uh, we'll have a good time watching that, and it's kind of the, you know, it's not the only award show, um, it's probably not even the one that's seen as the most prominent one, but it's the most popular one, and it's the most mainstream one, so it's kind of a, you know, big thing every year when it comes around the first week of December, so we're going to make some predictions. And let's start, Graham, with best multiplayer game. Best multiplayer. Yep. Now, um, should we? Should I say what the options are and which ones I choose, or should I just? Yeah. Uh, no. Go. Go ahead and list the nominees, and then uh, kind of which one you're choosing and why you think it's going to win. So I do want to stress, though, everybody, before we do this, what we're saying is we're predicting who we think is going to win, not yeah. necessarily our own personal choice for who should. Win. True, because in a yeah. lot of cases they'll be different. Yep. So, the, the, here are the nominees for best multiplayer game. See, I like I'm on an award show here. I'm practicing. Uh, we have Fortnite. Then we have Call of Duty Black Ops 4, or as Steve likes to call it, Blops. <laughs> I did that for you, Steven. Uh, then we have Destiny 2, Forsaken. Then Monster Hunter World and Sea of Thieves. Now, my choice, we were just talking about it for a long time. So there's some foreshadowing. I'm going to go with Fortnite. Uh, it might not be my choice, but with this being the most popular thing besides trees, um, yes, Fortnite, that's my guess. Prediction. All right. Steven. I'll go next here. Um, obviously, Sea of Thieves will win because it's the best multiplayer game. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. No, uh, I agree with Grant. For, Fortnite's <laughs> gonna Fortnite will win this category. Um, and, I mean... Whether it should or not is debatable, but I think it will. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I don't think there's any way Fortnite doesn't win this. I think it's a given. And, uh, you know, credit to the other games for getting nominations, especially Sea of Thieves somehow. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think it's absolutely going to be Fortnite. So, Steve, yeah, you want to take us through the next one? Well, yeah, it got nominated because there's no other multiplayer games that came out this year. This was a pretty single-player heavy year. Um, but sure, I'll take the next one. The next one's Best Game Direction. Uh, and the five nominees are A Way Out, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Red Dead 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Spider-Man. And the award for Best Game Direction <laughs> goes to... Wait, we're not ready for Red that Red Dead yet. Redemption 2, probably. That's my, <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> um, I could see God of War sneaking in here winning it, uh, but I think it's really between those two, as mm. as I think most of the categories are. But I think Red Dead, Red, 2, Red Dead Redemption 2 
had the best game direction, and I think it will win. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go next here. Uh, I I also agree. I think it's gonna be Red Dead Two. Um, I do see a chance where they give it to a way out just to get the guy back on stage again <laughs> to see if he has another meltdown like he did last year with the F the Oscars thing. So I'll be interested to see if that happens because the way out was, you know, a lot of people love that game. That game was fun. Mm-hmm. I played that game and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. You played with your roommate, right? Yep. Yeah. So yeah. what was the... That two player playing at the same time, you know, different kind of split screen dynamic. Did that add a lot to it? Was oh, it? Yes, so much. Okay. It was great. Um, I would say the best way to like play it would be on couch next to okay. a friend or loved one or whatever, just because you can kind of interact with each other and experience together. Like uh, when you play online, basically you, you can't see them unless you're going to Skype, go through all that effort. Mm-hmm. But and if you can, I would say it's a great couch co-op game, and only one person needs to own it if you're not couch co-op, but you're playing with a friend online. That's right. Yep. Which is a great, great idea that they that did. Was a, yeah, that was a great, uh, you know, kind of... I, I, I was about to say peace offering, but that's not a peace offering. That's just a great benefit uh, to get more people to play. So yep. Yeah, no, it was great. And as far as my, uh, my guess goes, it's going to be Red Dead 2. I would be surprised yeah. if it don't win... And I'm with Tyler, too. I believe A Way Out deserves an honorable mention because... But even Detroit Become Human, I didn't play it. But, like, best game direction, like, I don't know if it was... Mm-hmm. They tried something, like, experimental, basically. Yeah. I, I thought Way Out pulled it off really well. I'm not sure mm-hmm. about Detroit Become Human. I can't talk about it. But my my prediction is Red Dead 2. All right. I guess, Tyler, so, you can go with yeah, the next Yeah, I'll one. take the next one. So... I have best ongoing game, and I'll be honest with you, I hate this category. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's another way to give... Uh, it's a, it's just finding a way to get games back on the stage again after their first year release. Um, but the nominees are Fortnite, Rainbow Six Siege, No Man's Sky, and Overwatch. And by the way, the reason I'm kind of soured on this category is because I still remember when... What was it? Mario Kart 8 won again. When it wasn't even the year that they came out. Yeah, like three years. <laughs> yeah, like three years later, two years later. That it's was a port. sort of ridiculous to me. But anyway. Um, so I won't let it go. My, my, my uh, guess here, my prediction is going to be Fortnite. I, I think this entire category, and I might be wrong, and if I'm wrong, I'll be really happy about it. I think this entire category is a reason to get Fortnite on the stage. So I don't know. What do you guys think, Graham? Uh, for me, I'm actually going to go different. I, uh, I'm i going to go with Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, I think that game has been supported really well. I think it still has a strong fan base. And, like, I know Fortnite is really popular with the multiplayer and stuff like that. But I think for ongoing, if they're going to try to go off, like, a different one, I'm going to go with Rainbow Six Siege. I'd like to see that win. Even though I haven't played it, but I yeah. hear it's great. I could see Rainbow Six Siege being, being, being the winner here, but I still, I, I, you can't get in the way of the Fortnite train and well, the did. Fortnite train's rolling <laughs> and run me over. Win. yeah, it's gonna crush everybody else, um, including Overwatch, which is surprising because, you know, without Fortnite, like Overwatch would probably be the, the runaway train here, and Fortnite just, you know. Threw that off the tracks and was Trains like, it nah, yeah. 
Wow, yeah, we're all no, over the no trench funds, eh? Fortnite is, Fortnite is winning here. Chugging and, along. Should have made a slush pun. It would have made more sense, but, you know, yeah. Fortnite will win. <laughs> Qu- question for you, Steven, and just your opinion, but if Overwatch was also free to play, which one do you think people would like more? Which one do you think would be the bigger craze right now? I think Overwatch. I think I Overwatch too. is a better shooter and better game mm. all around uh, mm. than Fortnite, but Overwatch costs $30, and it only costs $30. Well, at least on the PC. I don't know how much it is on the Xbox anymore. But, yeah, none of the kids talk about Overwatch. They all talk about yeah. Fortnite. They used to talk about Overwatch like a year ago um, when I first started where I'm at. Um they talked about Overwatch quite a bit. It wasn't as much as they talk about Fortnite, though. Like, every kid talks mm. about Fortnite. In fact, I think you said once, like, off-air, I think, that, you know, a kid where he works at, at the school was like, you were talking about Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 4. Yeah, that was last And they were, like, they were like, oh, but that's $60. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, were, they, were, they were talking about, because Fortnite was, was, it was, like, just starting its, like, being big and i don't it wasn't even as big as it is now and they were like you know did you see the like trailer for black ops 4 like like you know it looks pretty cool but but you know it's 60 dollars, and i'm like i'm like yeah that's that's normal like in my head i didn't say it but he's like so i i, I don't know if i'll be i'll be like not picking it up but you know he's like 60 dollars. like that's a lot of money and it is to a lot of kids um, and she, I mean, it's kind of a lot to me, but you know, Tell the truth, Steven. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's a lot to you when you spend hundreds of dollars on Madden packs. It, well, it's time. a lot it to me when I'm sober. His four, his now, bed. when I'm drinking, sixty dollars is like, you know, let it fucking <laughs> let it rain. <laughs> My bad. Uh, Family friendly. Almost, <laughs> almost, almost did it. Dang it. <laughs> I was so good too, but my bad. <laughs> put it back in the bottle. Put it back in the bottle. All right. All right. Let's, let's quickly on Graham. Graham, what's the next category? Next category is best action slash adventure game. Here are the nominees. We have Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Now, we know Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to run away with this one as well. Uh, honorable mention, well, there's... I never played Spider-Man. I haven't played Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I played God of War. I actually bought a PS4 Pro just to play God of War. I love that game, although I just wanted to par through it, get through the story, because I thought the story was amazing. But Red Dead Redemption... Redemption 2 is going to win it, and honorable mention as well, Shadow of Tomb Raider, another game that I played, and I parred through it, and I thoroughly enjoyed that game, but I don't think it can compete with Red Dead Redemption 2. But those are five amazing games, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. So, um, Stephen, go ahead next. <laughs> I'm trying to compose is, myself. Uh, do you, have, you, have you gotten all the soap out of your mouth yet? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm reading Twitch chat, and they're cracking me up here. Um, but... <laughs> Um, you know, I disagree with Graham here. I think God of War will win this category because I feel like if what I think is going to happen in Red Dead Redemption 2 kind of runs the table of awards for stuff, I think mm. they're still going to find a way to give God of War. And rightly so. Like, God of War would would be, like, one of the best games 
of the year if it wasn't for Red Dead Redemption 2, and we'll get to that next. But I think I think God of War will win this just because I think they want to give God Award God of War an award, which they should, because God <laughs> yeah. of War was a phenomenal game. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Steven, uh, you kind of stole my thunder there because I'm 100 percent with you. Oh. I think this Way is to gonna be the type up. of thing where you know, even though Red Dead is gonna basically clean house, I don't think they want this to be a show where the only two games that win anything are Red Dead and Fortnite. Yeah. And I can see this this category going to God of War, and I and there's a chance for a real upset here, and not a super upset because I've actually really enjoyed the game, but also Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, oh no, not what I was thinking. I was so, thinking Shadow of the Tomb Raider, but no, I was say Shadow to but... me isn't good enough. Uh, like it's fun, it's just not good enough. And I really enjoyed Spider Man, but I think what, the reason I enjoyed Spider Man so much is more that it's just super fun rather than just really technically amazing. Yeah. You know? I think Spider-Man will win an award, but I'm not sure in what category. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see best, like, performance, because that's a category. Yeah. And we didn't talk about, like, obviously the five we hit on were kind of, like, our five favorite or five biggest ones. Yeah. And it wasn't the... Um, and we haven't even got to the last one, but if, you know, you guys were paying attention, you could probably have guessed what the next one will be. I, But I do think Spider-Man will get an award somewhere in there. It deserves it. Spider-Man was phenomenal. Um, not perfect in any way, but it was very fun. Most fun I've had in a video game in a long time. Deserves something. I think um, Insomniac does fun better than almost any other developer. Yeah. And honestly, like, most fun should be an award in and of itself. Because yeah. sometimes games forget that they're supposed to be fun. Yeah. Um, and Spider-Man was one that realized, and like, like you said, Insomniac has had good track records because, uh, mm-hmm. Sunset Overdrive is very, very fun as well. Yep. But yeah, Spider-Man was, was just, just a, a lot of fun. Loved mm-hmm. that game. And, yep. but I, I understand why it won't win awards over some of the other games. Cause it's not technically like the best. And I mean, I, I don't want to go too far away from this, but you know, you people say movies should have this category as well because you know Michael Bay movies don't aren't even close to being phenomenal in mm-hmm. storytelling or or a lot of that but mm-hmm. they tend to be the most fun movies out that year and maybe yeah. they should be their own category well and, you think about a movie like and actually Graham we were talking about this off air before we went live tonight but you know a movie like The Expendables super fun it's definitely not technically amazing. It's not going to win best picture, but it's really fun. So I agree with you, Stephen. I think there should be something um, like that in, uh, in the awards. And I think that's where games like Spider-Man can really shine and get the recognition they deserve. So, yep, I agree. All right, Stephen, it's on you to announce right. the last and biggest category. I'm going to channel my inner inner Oscars um, presenter. Just keep the F-bombs in, okay? Yes. Yeah, apparently. And the next category, the final category we will talk about is Game of the Year. And the awards for Game of the Year are as follows. First, we have Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Next, we have Celeste. Then we have God of War. I'm tired of doing this. (laughs) God God of War, Spider-Man, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 and Monster Hunter World round off the top six games that are nominated for Game of the Year. And 
I'll let you guys go first because I want to go okay. last. So, so we'll go. We'll go with Tyler first. Okay. So Stephen, if you were really doing it like Oscar style, you'd be like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Ubisoft. Ah, yeah, and then there'd be some havoc. Yeah, Wait, right. Wait, and and, and you have to cut to the developer in the stands, yes. right? Yeah, 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 or in the, in the audience and all that stuff. Yeah. So, um, to me, this is this is a no brainer. This is a runaway for Red Dead Redemption Two. This would be want to me one of the biggest upsets we've ever seen. If any other game wins this, um, I, I've said it before. I said it on one thirty six, which was our Red Dead review episode. Uh, to me, it's the best video game I've ever played. It's the most comprehensive, thorough, like deep, great storytelling, all that stuff. Like it's just, it's all there. I, I don't see how any other game wins this. Graham? Well, it's Celeste, obviously. No, I'm kidding. Um, but it's great to see Celeste on that list. It's not something most people would think to see on there. Um, that's an indie title, isn't it? Yes, and it it, so, it should win the best indie indie game because that game was phenomenal loved celeste amazing game yeah so. well the fact that it's nominated for game of the year i'm sure it will win best indie title uh you just think, predicting right <laughs> but yeah i'm with tyler it's red dead redemption 2 i would be ultimately surprised and if any other one did win it i'd love to see it be god of war but it's gonna be red dead redemption 2 yeah, if any other game does win this, it will be God of War. Like, there is no way you can say yeah. any of the other games on that list are better than those two games. But yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2 is the better game overall in, at least in in just everything. Like, I loved God of War, but Red Dead Redemption 2 is absolutely perfect. It's probably the best video game ever made at this point. Um, and I know that's high praise, but it is. And I know we said we wouldn't get into our thoughts, but, you know, I'm just going to say it. And... And so, yeah, I think Red Dead Redemption 2 wins, and I think rightly so. So let me ask this question real quick, and it's a hypothetical, I know, but what if Red Dead came out last year? Because it was originally supposed to. Remember that. Mm. And you would have had, for Game of the Year, Red Dead 2 against Breath of the Wild. Well, Graham said Breath of the Wild. I am biased, but I still think Breath of the Wild is a far better game. I would honestly... Far better, Graham? Oh, my but, God. Graham. Well, okay. I, like, come on. Okay, but in my Hate opinion, mail at the Gaming Hub podcast. No, it's, it's fine. But there's evidence to back this up. It, is there, the, though? Bre- for me, there is. Breath of the Wild okay. came out, and I was focused on nothing but playing Breath of the Wild. And I, I think I beat it twice, actually. On... Um, I haven't played Red Dead Redemption in maybe a couple weeks now. And Tyler asked me, like, will I go back and play it? And I was, like, kind of hesitant. And a part of me was like, would I like to play Breath Wild again? And yes. Will that happen? I don't know. So okay. in my, I just love, like, just uh, exploring the world. And just, I thought it was great. Like, experiencing the game for the first time was phenomenal. And experiencing mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption 2 for the first time wasn't phenomenal. Like, it's a great experience, but I've had those types of experience with other games. Not as good as graphics or storytelling and stuff like that, but the main general concept of a single-player kind of thing was there. But Breath of the Wild was like a whole new mind-blowing experience. Like, going anywhere you want, climbing anything, like having no boundaries was just awesome. 
Well, Graham, and I'll tell you, you've got... You... I like it more. Okay, well, fair enough, but I'll tell you, you've got a fan club of one on Twitch right now. Oh, thank you, <laughs> fan club of one. That's um, Well, we got two. But see, it's, it's me like... And, me and him. It's like one of those... But Red Dead Redemption was is one of those games you just need to kind of take slow. You need to, yeah. you need to suck it all in, you know, mm-hmm. and it you, you have to appreciate it. Like, you, it's it's not a, uh, a game you can binge, okay? You need to take it, like, an hour at a time and to really understand what's happening. Zelda was like, it was fun, and it was like, you know, I'm going to go do 5 million shrines because puzzles are really fun. But after, if the shrines were gone, the game would suck. So yeah. Breath no. of the Wild was garbage, and it was a terrible <laughs> game. It's 0 out of 10. <laughs> so, I'm just kidding. But, Let's see. What do you think? What if it had come out last year? Oh, I still think Red Dead Redemption Two would be Game of the Year, and I. But well, okay. Oh. I but should. No. <laughs> but the Game Awards tend to favor like Nintendo, Nintendo. above all yeah. else, and so who knows? But I don't think it was a better game. I loved Breath yeah. of the Wild. Don't get me wrong. I do give Breath of the Wild a ten. I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. But the Red Dead Redemption Two is just next level, and. A lot of it is because of story, but the gameplay yeah, was fun exactly. also, which is why I don't give a lot of credit to The Last of Us, or which also had a great story, but not so much fun gameplay. Mm-hmm. But like, if you listen, and please everybody listen to our Red Dead Redemption Two um, review episode, like we, Stephen, we started talking about story, and the more we talked about it, like the deeper we got, and, and you, you just from discussing it, like. That story's so much deeper than you even realize on the surface, you know? And there's so much stuff going on there, and it's just it's just amazing in so many ways. Even the smallest mission that you think would be, like, really insignificant can turn out later when you look back on it to be really huge. Yes, and I know exactly now what you're referring to. Yes. And I, yes. And, yeah, I didn't even notice it. Um, cause it just kind of went off and like, it makes me want to replay the game again. And yep. I've restarted breath of the wild and I didn't make it super far. I put 20, no, not even probably 10, 10 hours into the, the replay. And there's just a lot of it. I, d- I just don't care that much about, but mm-hmm. like Steven, you said the, the most fun thing to you was what the, the puzzle, the shrines. Yeah. I love the shrines, but again, mm-hmm. I just like puzzles and like kind of, you know, tested my brain a little bit, and yeah. but Red Dead Redemption Two didn't need that to to be no. a great game. So, no. So, all right. So two to one there, split decision. That's fine, and uh, that's okay. Like you know, Graham, I you know I admire you because it's I'll not like Zelda's a bad game. It's not. Well, obviously, <laughs> we're, no, we're kind of comparing no, it's really it. Not. Like it, they both got tens almost everywhere. So it's just, I think it comes down to taste a little bit at that point. But yeah, I, I just find Red Dead to be probably the most complete game I've ever played in a lot of ways. So, all right. Anything else, guys, on the Game Awards? And just a reminder, everybody, um, we're going to be uh, hosting that. On our Twitch channel next Thursday, TXH Gaming Hub on Twitch. So please come join us for that. Hang out. We'll talk about it as the show's going on. And uh, guys, anything else on the Game Wars that you want to mention before we move on? No. No. All right. Sounds good. And that's going to do it for news, everybody. But before we move into releases, I think it's time to give away our clue for the week. 
Only four left, including this one. So, if you're uh, looking to win that Nintendo Switch, uh, time's running out. So, make sure uh, get your guesses in. But remember, you only get two of them. But here's a clue for this week. There's many different ways to experience me, but it always ends the same way. So, one more time. There's many different ways to experience me, but it always ends the same way. So after tonight, there's only three clues left, and they will start to get more specific as we go, uh, especially those final three. And if you want that extra one, just a reminder, uh, join up on Patreon, patreon.com slash gaminghub. For as little as $2 a month, you get the extra clues every single month for October, November, and December, and an extra guest to use for a total of three instead of two. All right, guys, let's move into releases for the week. Now in stores. So, this week, you can get Gwent, the Witcher card game, on the 4th of December. Just Cause 4 also on the 4th. Steven, you and I were talking about that. We're like, we're really looking forward to that. It looks really fun. And Battle Princess Marilyn on the 6th. Another game that Steven's looking forward to. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> um, games with Gold, uh, for December, you can get Cube 2 through the 31st. You can get Race the Sun still through the 15th of December and through backwards compatibility. You can get Dragon Age 2 through December 15th. That is it for Xbox. Steve, what do we have for PlayStation? All right. Uh, for PlayStation, you can get Persona 3 Dancing in the Moonlight and Persona 5 Dancing in Starlight on the 4th. And there is a collection that comes with that. And I think it might even come with the Persona 4 dancing game as well. Um, Thronebreaker The Witcher Tales also comes on the 4th. And finally, a game that I didn't even know that was coming, but I'm kind of excited. And if it comes to Xbox, I might pick it up, is The Last Remnant Remastered coming on December 6th. And finally, it's the last week to get these PS Plus games before they're gone and the new ones come, and that's Yakuza Kiwami and Bulletstorm. Graham, what do we got for Nintendo? Okay, for Nintendo, on the 4th, you can get Toki. On the 7th, which is a huge day for all Nintendo fans, uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate will be available. And also on the 7th, which who really cares because nobody's going to play anything else. No, that's not true. Um, I'm actually curious about this game as well, and I might pick it up. It's Sega Genesis Classics. So you can pick that up on the 7th as well. And that's what we have for the Nintendo releases. Tyler, cool, cool, cool. Steven, somebody. All right. Well, we're going to go into questions here. Questions. All right. A new thing I thought that's we got. what we did around now. Damn. Yeah, a new thing we got um, is the ability for you guys to call in and leave a voicemail. Tyler, you want to tell them how they can do that? Yep, so just head over to Discord or Facebook. So again, Facebook, the Gaming Hub Forums, and Discord. You can get the link from either Facebook or Twitch, TXH Gaming Hub on Twitch. And you get the link to our Discord, join there. And we post that link every single week where you just go in, uh, click on the link, and leave a voice message. When you do that, please leave your name. Treat it just like when you listen to like a radio show, like sports talk show or any other kind of show, and people call in with questions. Treat it just like that. Tell us who you are, 
and uh, you know, say whatever you want if you want to get some feedback, whatever, and ask a question if that's what you choose to do. So, but that's available there for everybody. I think there's a limit of like one minute or more for audio, so don't feel rushed. Um, it takes a lot to talk for a minute, except for us, because we thought you know this episode was going to be a little shorter. It's not, so <laughs> surprise, <laughs> not me. <Yeah. laughs> so but that's how to do that. So again, through Facebook, the gaming forums, or through discord, and you can get to discord through, uh, either Facebook or Twitch at TXH gaming hub there, Steven. All right. Well, the first question is from piracy. Let's, uh, listen in here. What's up gentlemen. It's your boy, King of the discord piracy coming at you. And I'd like to know what do you look for most in a video game? All right, uh, Tyler, why don't you go first? Yeah, so for me, it's, and thank you, Piracy, for being the very first person to send in an audio question to our show. Um, you've actually been an awesome member of our community. want to just send a shout out there, and thank you for that. Uh, we, we really, really appreciate it. Um, you've been a huge part of our Discord, etc. so thank you. But for me, it's absolutely story. Um. Like, there's so many games that are a lot alike in so many ways. And to me, what sets one game apart from another is story. And I think that's why Red Dead 2 connected so much with me. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's absolutely story for me. Graham? Yeah, and also, now that I can actually single out somebody, uh, Piracy, it's good to have you, buddy. Uh, and I appreciate you being a part of the community. And I'm just wondering, what's happened with you in uh, fantasy hockey? Have you just given up? Like, I, I don't know. I think you can do better than that. So uh, step up your game a little bit there. I can give you some tips if you're looking. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, and if but, you've given up, you can just trade them to me, and I'll beat Graham for you, bud. No, then it wins. that's not fair. But to get to your question, which is a great question, by the way. And so I think it goes to show that I'm more of a single-player fan um like fallout three and four has been some of the best and breath of the wild have been some of the best experiences so and they're not always like really big on story i kind of like some kind of story but that's not my main focus basically it's just enjoyable to like explore like i like exploring and just wasting my time and even fallout three like sometimes i just got so lost in those tunnels and through these doors and just stumbling around and just discovering new things so i just like when it's a big world of discovery and i know red dead redemption 2 has a lot of discovery but i haven't sunken my teeth into it far enough so don't be hating on me for not praising red dead redemption 2 but grandma i was gonna say like i've always felt like with you for like what games you really like I've always felt like you love the games where you can kind of just go along at your own pace. Yep. And, you know, fool around in the game, do whatever, and not feel pressure to do any any specific thing. Exactly. And I, that became so clear to me when the three of us played Destiny 2 together. Ugh. And the when we do strikes. Where you <laughs> do the, the nightfalls. The nightmares. Yeah, oh, yeah, because <laughs> the nightmares for Graham. And, stuff. and Graham well, was not, like, timed. I I'm like, like Graham, no. let's get going. And Graham's like, but I'm still shooting this enemy that's yeah, 10 I know, like, right? Like, I'm like, Graham's going to take out every single enemy. enemy. Let's look at the finals. I know. And the clock's ticking. And we're like, come on, Graham. Come on, come on, come on. And Graham's it, like, but it, there's still enemies here. We're true. like, no. Come on. It took <laughs> but, me a while before I accepted that you just run by them. You just you let them live. Let them be evil and yep. corrupt the world. 
But, but isn't yeah. that, Graham, isn't that a big part of why like, Destiny is just not for you at all? Oh, 100%. And yeah. another thing, too, is I enjoy puzzles in games. Like, Tomb mm. Raider puzzles have probably been some of the best puzzles. And Ocarina of Time. Those, those uh, dungeons, yeah. I recommend anybody to try that. But yeah. even that so, stuff, Graham, for you isn't timed, right? You can still kind right. of take your yeah. time and enjoy it. Yeah. And I think that's 100% for you. Yep. Steven, so, you were going to say something. Yeah, on. I was just going to say, like, did the puzzle, like the Tomb Raider, like tombs get better with puzzles as the series went on? Because I, I didn't hate the first Tomb Raider. I enjoyed a lot of it. But, like, I started the second one and I just can't get into it. And I love puzzles as well. Like, I love yeah. that sort of thing. Like, that's why I like Breath of the Wild so much. It's why Portal 1 and 2 are, like, two of my favorite games of all time. And I, I tend to play puzzle games um, a lot. And the problem that there hasn't been a good one on the Xbox recently, mm-hmm. or I, really on the Xbox One, this generation kind of sucked. Um, but has have they really gotten that much better? So like, like, but when I meant you... Tomb Raider, I meant like other ones from 360 and stuff. Oh, and Tomb Raider gotcha. Underground. Like, gotcha. like some well, I was going to ask you, Graham, do you think the, the, like, the tombs are better in Rise or Shadow? Uh, you know, they're both pretty mediocre. Yeah, I agree. Oh, then, yeah, that makes me not want and, to play them. And, and to, honestly, sure. like, what the reason I love Rise of the Tomb Raider so much, and it is still one of my absolute favorite games this generation, is because of the story in it and just how good the game flows within the, the framework of that story. Um, Shadow, for me, like, had some really cool moments. In fact, Graham, like, the one moment where she, like, Comes up on yeah. the lake, you know? Yeah. Or whatever. Like, Spoiler! That's one of the coolest moments I've seen oh, in a video game. She comes in water. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? I think it was in one of the trailers as well. Before she came out, yeah. she jumped in there too, just so yep. you guys know. Yeah, I, I feel like I saw her in one of the trailers at E3, but, you know. But like, that works. moment is one of the coolest moments I've seen in a video game this generation in Shadow. But overall, like, Rise for me is the much better game. What do you think, Graham? I think so too. Um, I I like the overall story, and obviously you got to play all three of them. But I think Rise was my favorite for sure. Experiencing Rise was awesome. Okay. All right. Good. I'm gonna answer the question now because I have not. Yeah. Um, what I look for most in a video game is I look for fun. Fun is what like convinces me to play longer than you know five minutes, right? Um, and I prefer when games are fun. But a good story is what keeps me. Um, So it kind of needs both. Because I did finish the first Tomb Raider game because I was interested in the story despite not having absolute fun with the game. But fun is the most important part to me. So that's that's what I look for most. And it's why I'm super excited for Kingdom Hearts 3 because that looks so much fun. And yeah, so let's get into it. Yeah, what's next? Voice. (laughs) Uh, call here. Hey guys, Shadow X here. I uh, just want to know: Are you guys gonna smash? Or are you guys gonna pass on the upcoming Smash Bros. game? Thanks. All right, I'll go first here because I got okay. I got. Yeah, you guys went long winded with with the first one. Um, yeah. ooh, this, this is a tough one. Like I've been on the fence. Uh, at first I thought I was gonna smash, then I thought I was gonna pass, and now I'm not sure. Like. It's gonna be one of those things where on <laughs> it's gonna be one of those two. It's it's on the seventh where it's like, you know, okay, I'm gonna go get it or He's I'm not. Gonna buy it. 
Um, and I probably will end up with it, but I don't know if I'm going to play it as much as I thought I was going to. Because I've heard the single player has a lot of fun things to do in it. And it does kind of have me a little excited, but I don't like fighting games that much, despite having fun with previous Smash Bros. Mm -hmm. games. I don't know how much I'll play online. I don't enjoy getting my uh, butt handed to me and (laughs) (laughs) saved it. And uh, I don't have the time to sink into learning one character's like nuances and all the way they fight and learning the counters to every single other character, especially considering there's like 5 billion characters in this new Smash Brothers, except Waluigi because Nintendo hates their fans Steven. um so that's that's my thing um yeah so graham uh you're the big nintendo so well i'm gonna explain some problem a problem that i'm having uh well i'll tell you first i have it pre-ordered uh with the addition mm. which comes with the controller and right, cheating again cheating again as tyler puts it it mm. is on its way to tyler's place first because yeah. i could not get it shipped to canada which Amazon, if you're listening, you gotta treat people in Canada a little better. Just saying. So I have an addition going toward to Tyler, and I'm probably gonna be, I'll say worst case scenario, two weeks after it's released before I get it mm-hmm. with traveling, with shipping and customs if, and all that stuff. Strike yep. whatever. So, but I want to play that game like right away, and I have. Uh, my roommate is a big fan of it and some friends and we can definitely have a good match going so I have a dilemma do I buy it for a second time do I buy it digitally so I don't need the controller or do I buy it and then trade it in with just a $20 hit when the other one shows up Mm -hmm. but I'm definitely going to play it Uh, I don't know how competitive I'll get into it I'm hoping to get into it and really enjoy it and just have a really good experience because I haven't played this till since Nintendo 64, and I know it's come a long way, but when they announced it, I watched the videos, and I got super psyched for it. It's a little intimidating with all those characters. Like, holy moly, there's a lot of characters you can put in, in a lot of time learning their moves. But I think I'm just going to pick two or three and just see what happens. And, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm definitely going to smash it. Hopefully I don't end up okay. smashing my Switch from playing it and getting frustrated. Well, it's a good thing you have multiple switches, Graham. <laughs> yeah, that's why I got a backup. <laughs> um, <laughs> so for me, I think I'm going to pass up front. Cause, so first of all, fighting games, just for me, like not my favorite genre, not even close. It's probably my least favorite genre, to be honest. Um, I don't play them enough online to get really good at it. So it just ends up being frustrating. And not all that fun. Now, there is the element of, like, you get all these characters that are so well-known from the Nintendo universe, right? And, like, that's awesome. It's just, I don't know if that's enough for me to go out and get it. But I will say, I learned tonight that, you know, the edition that, you know, Cheater Graham is sending to me is currently selling for, like, $800. (laughs) So don't think Graham, about it. Might it. Get, it might just get lost somewhere in the mail. Just saying. <laughs> well, how do you think we're gonna pay for our Switch giveaway? You know, right? <laughs> well, Graham just needs to buy like one more Switch, and then we're like good. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> Don't worry, guys. If you're listening, the the giveaway is not Graham's used Nintendo Switch because he bought. <laughs> no, it's one. not. <laughs> it's Graham's new Nintendo Switch. <laughs> 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 now we're. How about we switch topics? Oh, <laughs> switch. I All didn't. right. Uh... All yeah. right, let's go to the last eventually. question. Steven, I'm really looking forward to this question. Oh, I'm not, but here we go. <laughs> Anyways. Why did Steven get so upset with Graham for not knowing what loot crates were? Well, thank you, Heather, for asking that question. Um, I'll, yes, I guess I'll answer this if I must. Uh, you know, I can... <laughs> I, I do apologize to Graham. I did maybe get a little too frustrated. Um, <laughs> he was probably joking, and I didn't understand the joke. And it, it just, you know, sometimes I can be a dick. And again, sorry for those with sensitive ears listening. Surprising. Um, I know. I'm I'm normally a very nice guy, but yeah. <laughs> so apologies <laughs> to Graham uh, for that. And yeah, sometimes I just <laughs> I, I don't I miss a joke or whatever and. And I, I'm not perfect. I never claimed I was, and and so my bad. Well, not not on air anyway. <laughs> yeah, not on yes. air. Off but, air. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I'll say apology accepted, Stephen. Thank you, Graham. Yeah, and I'll just say, like, <laughs> you know, I can totally believe that Stephen can be a dick sometimes. So let's just move on. <laughs> what else do sure. we have? That was the last voicemail question but we loved having those yes so thank definitely you. send those in if you want to hear your uh your beautiful voice on the show um but just just say your name because uh mm -hmm. otherwise we wouldn't have known it was heather that sent that in but yeah. uh all right next question let's go avery wilson asks what do you believe is the game announcement from obsidian entertainment coming this next week man i i know everybody's hoping it's um fable fable but I, I don't know if it will be. I, I hope it is. I that, That's going to be my answer. I hope it's Fable just so the people that are really psyched for that um, get that payoff and have a lot of energy and excitement going into the end of the year. Uh, I, I disagree. I think it's going to be a... I've heard rumors that they have a Fallout-esque game that's their own, and I think it's going to be that. Like a, really? like a follow-up, not successor, but spiritual successor because they don't own the rights to, like, New Vegas. And I would absolutely be 100% okay with that. I thought New Vegas was one of the best Fallout games, especially after Fallout 1 and 2. Yeah, um, that would actually be amazing. Do I think that? I, I, I don't know. It, they can't be too close to Fallout because Bethesda... Might they might be looking to get a little more flack come their way, and they might try to, like I don't know, sue them or stop them or something, right? Hopefully that's not the case. Um, I'm thinking it's going to be a new IP, and I really don't know what direction they're going to go in, but it seems like they have a pretty good track record, and I'm definitely looking forward to the announcement. So I I don't think it's going to be Fable. I know everyone's wishing it would be Fable, but which would be amazing. I would love to be wrong. But I think it's going to be a new IP, and I'm interested to see what direction they choose. All right. What's up next? All right. Uh, next question comes from Trevor Alexander Catlett. Asked, with the PS5 rumored to come out in 2020, what would be the things you would all look for to buy it over a pro? Backwards compatibility question. All right. So I'll go first here. Yeah, backwards compatibility would be nice, but I'll say this. Backwards compatibility always sounds really nice, but then when you get it, like I've never really used it, not that much. And 
and I think it's one of those things that people like the idea of, but they don't use a whole lot. Um, a lot of gamers, anyway. I think it's really beneficial for people who have never had that system before that want to go back and play some of the older games, like, you know, Purple Rainbow Unicorn Gram. <laughs> for me. But, yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know if it's that, but I, for me, it, it absolutely has to have that 4K disk drive. Yes. And if it doesn't, then I'd, I'd really like to see a version like Xbox is talking about where it doesn't have the drive at all. Hmm. It's just a hard drive console. So, uh, for me, you're talking about backwards compatibility. I think the big thing about that is, say, I got the PS5 and it plays my PS4 games, then I would sell or trade off my PS4s because I don't need multiple consoles if I have one console that will play the game from it. So I think that's the biggest benefit to, in my opinion, to most people. Like, why do I need two consoles that will play the same game? Why don't I just get rid of the other one? Unless it's a special edition, something like that. But as far as what I'm looking forward to... um. I really don't personally I don't care about the console. I more care about the game. Like if they come out with another God of War, which I know they will, then I will buy the system. This is a reason why maybe they don't want to do backwards compatibility cuz I will buy a PS5 to play the new God of War. But I won't buy the system just to play like third party titles or something like that. So they got to be a really good first per, first uh, party title. Like, God of War, pretty much. I don't know any other ones. So that's the only thing that would make me buy another one. Yeah, um... Well, here's the thing. Like, we all own it over the pro, so I don't know if there's be, yeah. like, us... Anything that would make us want to, you know, buy it over the pro, because we're already on a pro. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I am interested in PS5. I hope the PS5 comes out, like, a year before Xbox... Because then I can buy both. Like, I can justify it a little easier, you know, if I have yeah. a year to save up the money for both. Rather than have a year to send up the, save up the money for one and then buy the next one a year later. Because um, yeah. I like owning both. Uh, I've owned both for both generations now, but I haven't owned both right away. And I would like to own both right at the offset. But... I I, I, I kind of with Tyler, like, I've never really used, like, PS Now. I've never used PS Now. And I've never... I've used backwards compatibility on the Xbox a little, but I've never fully played a game to completion with it. Um, I do like the idea of it. And it, it really does... The best part about it is it justifies, like, buying games digitally. Because it's like, okay, if it's backwards compatible, it means I have the ability to play all the games I've spent money on. You know, and I, I don't know what else PS5 would need to get me to buy it. I honestly think their games lineup potentially and, and their track record, because I think PlayStation built up a lot of goodwill with uh, previous releases for what I'm going to get. It's, it's going to make it worth it to me to buy a PS5. But I, I do agree with the title a little bit. I would like the disc drive to be 4K. Um, if only for the rare physical game that I'll buy. And most of those will probably be because of like collector's editions. Um, cause I, I do like buying collector's editions for games. I know I'm going to love and yeah. like I bought for kingdom hearts and for 
Persona 5 and Final Fantasy and all that stuff. So that's kind of where I'm at. But as long as the price point doesn't come in at like 600, 700 bucks, like it's not I'll, I'll be, be picking it up. It, yeah, if it comes in at 400, which I I hope it does. I don't know if I, it will, but I hope I it does. I can see 500 this I, time around. I think five five is probably yeah. the fair, fair market market value yeah. there. But yeah, I, I'll pick it up at five. I think, um, especially if Xbox has their like you know spend thirty dollars over a two year contract type deal, then absolutely. But so Stephen, you know that they're going to come out like a week apart, right? Just like in 2013. Sure, because you know they, my wallet, you know, loves me so 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 much. But yeah, yeah. I mean that's totally going to happen. And so here's my scenario: What if they have Death Stranding and one of the other big titles like Ghost of Tsushima at release? Then wow. I absolutely will pick it up, and I'll pick it up over an Xbox if that's the case really yeah okay. even if like i love halo don't get me wrong i do mm-hmm. but those two games make me want that system quite a bit so and let me ask you this what about death stranding do you know that would make you say you want it more than halo infinite well halo halo 5 is my answer okay that's halo fair. 5 and halo 4 like yeah, honestly halo 3 was and uh, halo reach was the last fun Halo game. Like, I've enjoyed Halo 5 a lot. I liked Halo 4, I guess. No, I wouldn't even say that. I played Halo 4. I spent time in Halo 4. I didn't love it. Halo Reach, Mm -hmm. I I loved. But 343 took over. I haven't loved any of their stuff. I like the Halo series as a whole. Like I said, Halo 2 still might be my favorite game of all time. I don't think it's the best game of all Mm -hmm. time, but it's my favorite game of all time. Um, But... I, it's just I don't trust that Halo 6 will bring back the magic that Halo like 3 online was because Halo okay. 3 online for me was was magic okay that's fair I just I, I'm still really I don't want to say I'm concerned about Death Stranding I just have no idea what it is yet I don't think anybody has Tyler no and I think the people that say they do are kidding themselves like, they're in fanboy mode. So, I, I feel like, you know, we just... I just want to see more from it. We're not going to see more on it for a long time. Because they're not doing PSX and they're not doing E3. That's true. So. That's true. But, I'll give you I'll give you this. If there's a Fable game... If, if Xbox has the launch lineup that I think they're going to have, that will convince me. But, until that point, I'm leaning PlayStation, assuming... Ghost of Tsushima and Days or and not Days Gone, but uh, um, Death Stranding. Oh yeah, Death Stranding. Death Stranding. <laughs> the the one we were just talking about. Isn't launch. the wild card sort of these new Xbox Studios, like what they're gonna have ready to go within the first couple months? Well, yes. apparently, the Game Awards we're gonna learn ten new titles. Yeah, but I think yeah. those will be for this generation. I, I I think they'll be for this generation. Yeah, it it maybe. will be interesting to see how far out some of those games are announced for. I'm I'm curious, and I haven't been curious yeah. about the Game Wars in a long time, so that's saying mm-hmm. something. Yeah. All right. What else we got? We got time for a couple more. Um. All right. Well, Boss Man Booth asks: Pizza rolls or bagel bites? Okay. So I want to go to Graham first on this because Graham previously has told us that he has no idea what pizza rolls are. No, I've never had pizza rolls. I've had oh. I've had bagel bites. So I got to choose what I know, even though I love pizza 
And I had these things called pizza fingers that you get at the restaurants way back in the day. So I'm guessing it's like that. All right, I'm just going to go with pizza rolls. I, I've never had it, but it sounds awesome. Pizza rolls. Begabites were not special. And I can confirm before we go to Steven here, because I actually went and looked, because I didn't believe Graham. So I didn't tell me like grocery store chains in Canada, and I went and looked on their sites, and they do not have Totino's pizza rolls. They don't carry them. So, you know, maybe it's like a craft Dinner conspiracy, Graham? <laughs> maybe. But, uh, yeah, they don't exist there. Steven, which one for you? I do like Bagel Bites. I, I'm not going to lie. But I, I will go with pizza rolls. However, caveat, cheese pizza rolls, the cheese Totino's pizza rolls, are freaking disgusting. They're gross they deserve to be wiped off the face of the earth. I don't know how people like those because they're terrible. I remember I accidentally bought them once from like Smart and Final. And and it was just like they're they're disgusting. I'm like I, I cooked like, I don't know, 15, 20 of them and I ate like three of them and I'm like, nope, they're going in the trash. Like I was, you know, Joe Bastianich on, on MasterChef. <laughs> and it was just like, nope, that's no for me. And I threw the plate in the trash and it cracked. Yep. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at. But the, the meat yeah. ones, the meat-filled ones, like, they're pretty good. So yeah, I do like those. But I don't have a problem with Bagel Bites, and I'll eat either of them. Pizza rolls tend to be cheaper. and so No, I, Bagel Bites yeah. are fine, but pizza rolls are where it's at for me. And especially, like, the combination ones that uh, I have, like, the yeah. sausage and pepperoni. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, those are the best. So I'm definitely going to side with pizza rolls on this one, even though that's not to say Bagel Bites are bad. All right, one more. What do we right. got? Well, let's go with let's go big. You know, go big or go home. Okay. Mr. Jonas Blaine. Um, and by the way, like let's just go right now. Uh, as you know, the end of the month we do a uh, monthly winner, and you win a win a gift card for a console of your choice. And the winner is Mr. Jonas Blaine, who asked the question. Um, so congratulations to you. You send one of us a message. Uh, when you listen and claim your prize. But Mr. Jonas Blaine asks, with the year coming to an end, do you think that this has been the best year overall for gaming yet? Games, not consoles, okay. in caveat. Or has there been a better year for you? If so, when was it? And Tyler, I'm going to go to you first because I know yeah. that you have a game or a year in mind because mm -hmm. we talked about it off show. Um, and so I would like to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah, so first of all, thanks, uh, Mr. Jonas Blaine and... You know, everybody out there, if you just submit a question to be right on the show, you're entered to win our uh, monthly giveaway for everyone in the community at the end of every single month. And uh, you, if you win, you have to reach out to us to get the prize. Uh, the only difference between that and the Patreon giveaway is for Patreon, we reach out to you. But um, so, Mr. Jones Blaine, please reach out to us. And thank you so much for your support and for contributing in the community. So for me, this year has been fantastic, including having, like I said earlier in the show, the best game I've ever played. My dogs agree because they're like wrecking crap here in <laughs> the apartment. But uh, no, for, for me, it's still 2007. Because when you get one year that has Halo 3 and it has um, Bioshock, which is one of my favorite games of all time, and it has Call of Duty 4, and it has so, a lot of other games too that are just held in such high regard. Like, 2007 is seen as the gold standard for video games, and it's one of the reasons that last generation 
was seen as, you know, such a high watermark for video games. And I just, I, I think it's so tough to beat that. When you look at outside of Red Dead 2, you look at some of the other games that are just, you know, seen as really good this year. You have God of War, which is fantastic. You have Spider-Man, which is great. You have Assassin's Creed, great. They just, to me, when you look at those games as a whole, they don't hold up against that 2007 lineup. So, for me, I just feel it's 2007. Okay, uh, I'll go next. For me, it's going to be 2015 because it had Fallout 4, it had Rise of the Tomb Raider, Metal Gear Solid 5, The Witcher 3, The Witch Hunt, Bloodborne. So those were all amazing titles. Uh, a lot of those actually got 10s. Um, well, I don't know, but a lot of them. <laughs> Some of them had 10s. They had high scores anyways. That That's mine. What about you, Steven? Yeah, and I, Graham, 2015 was a great year in gaming, but not the best. This year does come close, but I... I wanted to say this year was the best game, the best year, but I do have to agree with Tyler. 2007 was phenomenal. You did have Call of Duty 4. You did have Halo 3. You had a ton, a ton of other games. I mean, heck, Guitar Hero 3 and Rock Band also came out that year, and those games, like, started a phenomenon for, like, four or five years of Guitar Hero and Rock Band games coming out, like, Mm -hmm. almost yearly to be yep. some of the biggest games that came out. Um, you know, a fun fact, The Witcher, the first Witcher game came out in 2000. Yes, it did. It in did. 2007. And apologies real quick to Twitch. Somehow it got muted when um, I think it was the hotkeys messed up. So apologies to you guys if you, you didn't hear that. I said that 2007 was the best year in gaming because of some some – other games i think skate yeah the first skate came out that year too i'm 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 on the list and it's funny because i like 2007 to me is it's kind of split in the the way i view the year because at the beginning of the year i only owned the first um or like ps2 right i only had a ps2 and i think i had a gamecube and in like 2007 was when i started high school and I ended up getting a 360 early on in the year and starting the addiction to video games that I have now, yeah. <laughs> jokingly and such. But, like, also MVP Baseball, like the NCAA game, I think that might have been the last year they yeah. beat that game, came out oh, in yeah, yeah, yeah. 07 at the beginning. And I mm-hmm. loved that game as well. So, yeah, 2007 was a phenomenal year. But this game was probably the closest any game has come to 2007. Yeah, I can go with that. But, Stephen, when you look back at 07, like, the, not just the fact that they were great games, but how much they changed the game in terms of how games within those specific genres were made. Like, Especially the last half of that year. Yeah, Call of Duty 4 changed the way that multiplayer shooters were made. Absolutely. And I think that Rock Band Guitar Hero, you know, introduced an entirely new way of playing games that was really influential and different. Um, I could even say that for Bioshock a little bit. And, you know, there's just so many games there that stand out, like The Witcher, like starting something that would be built on and turn into this masterpiece, you know, less than 10 years later. Um, It's just just such a great year for gaming and such an influential year. I don't see how you get better than that. Yeah, And we didn't even mention Mass Effect 1. No, I know, yeah. 
But um, yeah, that that game was was crazy. And the best game that never got talked about until a few years later was Portal. Uh, Portal also came yeah. out. Yeah, and hidden. the Orange Box was released on console yeah. that year. Yeah, I was gonna say hidden so, in the Orange Box. Yep, Portal. So yeah, it was a great, great, great game or a great year yeah. for games. Yeah. Um, and so. I mean, I hope we we have this this question every year from now on because that just means we as gamers get phenomenal games, and I think mm-hmm. we're going to like. The yeah, the lineup for Xbox, especially um, PlayStation, kind of has has hit the end of their like amazing game releases. Um, and I for still this gen, I, anyway, yeah, 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 for sure. But I I still hope they have a lot of great stuff coming soon. But Xbox, they're, they're lining up to create some phenomenal games with some great studios. So mm-hmm. I'm excited, and I think this conversation might happen. I hope next year, but I I think I 2020 2021 potentially so right. yeah it, it's just a great time for us us as gamers so all right yeah awesome so guys let's wrap this up um like i said we thought this was going to be a short episode um it's not so you're welcome <laughs> i guess you're welcome from <laughs> but, uh, all three of us i guess huh? yeah <laughs> anyway uh let's get out of here so this is going to do it for episode 137 we'll be back next week 138 but before we leave we want to make sure that uh, you know how much we want you to join the community. So there's a few different ways to do that. Go to Facebook, uh, facebook.com, uh, and look up the Gaming Hub forums. There you can go to Twitch, TXH Gaming Hub on Twitch. Again, we're going to be hosting the Game Awards Thursday night. So if you haven't joined our Facebook or our Twitch community yet, please do that. Hit follow and come uh, kind of share that experience with us. Hang out with us while we watch that. And we can all chat about it together. From either of those places, you can get a link to our Discord where you can fill out the form for the nominations for our awards, which will take place the last week of, or the last episode of the year. And if you want to help support the show, there's a couple different ways to do that. So we mentioned Twitch, um, TXH Gaming Hub on Twitch. If you're an Amazon Prime member, you get a free Twitch Prime subdues every single month. And if you choose to spend that on us, we'd really appreciate it. If not, spend it on somebody, help them grow and achieve their goals. We also have Patreon, patreon.com slash gaming hub, where for as little as $5 a month, you get entered into a monthly giveaway for $60 in gift cards to your favorite console. For as little as $2 a month, you get extra bonus content, exclusive to Patreon, and you get an extra clue every single month, October, November, December, for our, for our holiday giveaway, and an extra guess for a total of three instead of two. So we'd love to have you support us there and get take advantage of some cool rewards. All right, guys, that's it for 137. We'll be back next week with 138. Until then, have a great week, everybody. Play some of the great games coming out or already have come out. And we will talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Take care, everyone. Bye.